0: You know
1: Dash River dancer for Dancers, Rancher and Vixen, Comet and Cupid and Donder and Blixen. But do you recall, what's that, the most famous reindeer of all? Come on, put off the red-nosed reindeer.
0: Welcome to the Room for Error podcast. This is the Christmas special, the first annual Christmas special. I'm here with my brother from
2: another Dan Harmson. Your and- brother from another Dan Harmson. That
0: sounds And my weird. sister
2: from another mister, Taylor Hall. You, you, you didn't even throw in the mother there. You said my brother from another Dan Harmson. Yeah, that's the same I'm thing. I'm like, Dan Har- Harmson birthed another Dan Harmson. I just
0: really don't want to start the recording over. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. You, anyway. Everyone point and laugh at me. You dumb bastard. I'm just here yeah. so I don't get fined. Okay, <laughs> what up, Marshawn? Um, welcome everyone back to the show. Um, this will probably, I, Dan, I think this might be our last recording for the year, I would bet.
2: Uh, for 2019. Yeah. This is the yeah. final recording of 2019. This is the, this is the ugly sweater party. Unless we need to have like a bowl game react or something like that. Yeah.
0: We, and we might maybe like that. Uh, cause I think the first Monday in 2021 would be the fourth,
2: fifth, I think. Well, I mean like instant
0: reaction. Right. I mean, we could do that. We could do a live record. Oh, that sounds like a terrible idea. Why is
2: that? Because you're not you're gonna be missing about a third of the podcast due to me. that's yeah. a, that's
1: a fair point you actually be yeah. screaming the whole time that's yeah. true that's a fair point
0: yeah I, I can't live in that moment um and then we were just sitting here talking um, while we are about to start enjoying our cocktail of the week um, we have special eggnog tonight we've got clark griswold's eggnog um, this is just a little bit of jim beam in the bottom uh with some
2: oh i finally got it there the, the, Beam?
0: the full eggnog. I thought I mixed it well enough. Maybe not. With uh, the regular eggnog, not like the half and half where it's milknog. I, I went full bore. Even that's a little too sugary. There's like 600 sometimes. calories in this probably. Oh egg. yeah, for sure, dude. It's just straight syrup. It's like pouring heavy cream out of a freaking carton. What what it actually is eggnog? I'm I'm not really it's aware. So, so I think it's like cinnamon, nutmeg, like it's just sugar milk is essentially what it is. Like but cinnamon there sugar eggs in milk. It?
2: I think so, or is it just like what's what's the egg part? This stuff is a... nog.
1: Taylor, you seem like you'd know this. I have no idea. I used to hate the shit. I told Cole tonight <laughs> I was going to dump another sink of his bags, but it's it it's turned not out too pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever I had this till like I went to
2: college and I tried grocery shopping on my own, and like they had little anderson Ericsson eggnogs that are about you know ten ounces, and I tried one of those and I was like, whoa, that is thick. Uh, I remember the first. That time... is like that is. Like Lizzo Thick right there.
0: Ooh. Thicker than a bowl of oh, oatmeal. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I had eggnog. I think I was like 12 or 13. I just... The name was did always so... Did it have Jim so, Beam in it? No. The, the name was okay. so... Well, maybe it did. It would explain a lot <laughs> up to this point in my life. Uh... I, I remember the name of it just being so off putting that I never wanted to try it. And I was like, screw it. Give me some of that. And it like, that like, Oh, that's just some uh, cinnamon milk there. That, that's delicious. We all like that. That's so uh, I don't, I never drink is it. Is
2: this a plastic ice cube or is that a real ice cube? It's a real ice cube, dude. Well, yeah, we would water down the Nog. Just,
0: yeah, but you need just a little bit. Like it's, I mean, it's thick and soupy. Yeah.
1: When have you ever heard of a plastic ice cube?
2: Oh, well. That's a good point. No. Everyone has that one friend, that one cocktail friend who has random shit like that. Sorry, Cole, that's you. I'm the alcoholic in the group. I can admit that. Have you ever seen that episode of... Sorry, harken back to Dagon by. One of my favorite all-time shows still, that 70s show. Oh, great show. Right. Um, And one, they're trying to find... They have a keg, but they don't have a tap for the keg.
0: Yes, I remember this episode. And they go
2: and they try to convince Eric to steal Red's... You know, red's tap for the keg. Red Foreman is a cocktail dad. Like, Cole, that's going to be you.
1: Yeah, I I could definitely see a keg reader down here in the basement.
2: Yeah, I'll be
0: the I'll be the dad that doesn't lock his uh, liquor cabinet and then catch the kids stealing out of it. Like, like they're putting water back in the vodka bottles and like I'm no dummy. You can't you can't sneak
2: pick tricks past old Sly Fox like that. Yeah, because you were doing the same shit.
0: No, actually, I didn't. I didn't hardly drink in high school.
2: Well, you you've made up for that. I, that's a fact <laughs> I
0: And rich. he could attest to that I would, I, 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 don't know I would, The Cody Jenks song Somewhere in the middle That is my life
1: Cole's kind of a little bitch Growing up <laughs> Yeah that's true too
0: Why are you guys just put me On the truth box right now You guys yeah, are the, the tr- You know what you guys, you guys are the truth fairies We're, we're too sober ass- for this you're,
2: you're, you're, you're always asshole to us So we just had to turn the, Turn the fucking page yeah. on you Oh, oh
1: the how tur- the Oh how the turntables
0: <laughs> uh, I cannot sit here And say that I don't deserve it So right, It's fine um, but we did realize that we didn't even talk a little bit about the bowl game in the last episode in um, the selection, mm-hmm. and how salty K State fans seem to be about this whole ordeal. Like you're gonna sit there and tell me that you know the the season wasn't 100 per- per- percent successful just because
2: you didn't make the Camping World Bowl. I got nothing to say. I I just don't understand like what
1: <laughs> what, what. Are you
2: giggling? It Taylor's making fun of me for scratching my chin hairs against my microphone. Oh. <laughs> You you gonna make it, buddy? Good Lord. Oh sorry I'm just I can hear it too. It's cracking me up. Yeah, it's never been picked up on the microphone I'm pretty sure before. but first of all so should we break down the big 12 Bowl selection let this know. Let us know how this happened. So Oklahoma makes a playoff, right? Um, Baylor is the big 12s rep- representative in the Sugar Bowl. Um, and then from then on out, I realized Alamo has the next best choice then camping world. Um, then I believe, uh, Liberty after that, I think. Okay. And then cheese it or no, actually I think it's the Texas bowl after that, the one in Houston. And then it's Liberty that's the order. But after the sugar bowl, which takes the big 12s, you know, top representative that they can, if there's not a team in the playoff, um, if it's not a new Year's six bowl game, the bowl games are not required to take teams in any certain order. No. Right, in order of finish. Um, the same way, like... No- which is probably about the same way that we made the Alamo Bowl last year, right? Right, correct, because yeah. West Virginia, actually, you know, was we were tied for third. Which, at the same time, we were also tied for third with K-State and Oklahoma State this year. So, they had a better record than us, or K-State had a better record than Iowa State. Um, as well as, but look at this, is Texas... I was also in that same spot and they get catapulted up to um you know they had four conference losses and they're catapulted up to the Big 12's number 3 bowl the Alamo Bowl. So no one's bitching about Texas playing in San Antonio. But K-State fans super salty. Get over it, you big bitches. Yeah, it's I don't I don't understand the reason like it's I don't know it's a, a freaking single, bowl game. I don't know a single K-State fan that's not like in person. Mm-hmm. They're just all stupid on Twitter apparently That's true but I mean the same can be said for Iowa and Iowa State fans well, like there's it, yeah. a lot of stupid people out there truthfully It's a vocal minority
0: Like I finally I just I I, and I I shared the tweet with you yesterday like I finally just quote tweeted this guy and it's just like dude why are you so angry like yeah. why are you so angry Like
2: they and it's been like 2 weeks and they're still like violently angry What is this. the like, deal like just They're still so mad like you think like a day Oh, oh well that's well that sucks but you know what whatever like they should look at it like, oh hell, that's drivable. We haven't been to it. We, we didn't go to a bowl game last year. We can all pile down there to Memphis, Memphis Fun Town. But it's a fucking salt mine, man. Like they are pissed. It's pretty bad, and they're still pissed a week later, like week and a half later. Like get over it. It like it's it's over, man. Like maybe it, if your mascot wasn't just like a human person with a creepy ass wildcat, that head, is they you'd have, go to a better bowl game. I
0: would say that K State has arguably one of the worst mascots. No, I,
2: I think uh, outside of. Pistol Pete. I'm Pist- not a big Pistol fan of Pistol Pete. Pistle in Pete. his lifeless eye is just staring holes in you. scary. Yeah. Um, that and Purdue Pete, that one's pretty terrifying too.
0: That, but what's Yeah, the big plastic head, I've never it's understood terrifying. that one. That one's terrifying. so 60s-esque. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, Iowa State draws a 10-2 and Notre Dame team, and I've seen the line. Have you seen what this has opened up at right now?
2: seven. I think it was seven. Six or uh, seven. It's
0: all the way down to Iowa State's uh, plus two.
2: Iowa State's not favored in this game. I said plus two. Oh, yeah, dogs. Just barely dogs. Really? Yeah, I'll be damned. I, I, did I not think. Know
0: that. I think that if our if our defensive line doesn't show up, and once again, because this is going to be the last show before the end of the year, I think our defensive line is going to have to play their best game of the year. This 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 Notre Dame running team, running attack, running I think, game, yeah, is going to be one of the best ones. They're really
2: seen. physical. I mean, on both both sides, probably stripper. about a. Mo- yep. mo- a real middle of the road in terms
0: of athletic quarterback. Ian Book is a nice player. He reminds me, he, for some reason, he just kind of reminds me of Spencer Sanders a little bit. we Will run and gun and sling it around and maybe make some pretty bad decisions. But if he gets hot, he can run it up. Probably make some bad
2: decisions. To me, um, this is looks, that accurate though. Do you like that yeah, comparison? Yeah, yeah, I do. To me, this looks like our Iowa game, like team that's really strong on both sides line of scrimmage. Yeah, they're perfect. not. You know, Iowa actually may have a couple more explosive receivers, but um, they've got a really good tight end. Um, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, Comet. Comet. I Yeah. Uh, but oh, Iowa State's plus three and a half. Excuse me. I'm yeah. sorry. Which seems
0: about right, to be honest. I, I agree with that. Okay. I'm, I'm probably betting Notre Dame though.
2: Iowa. Iowa. USC. Good matchup. I think you know. A fun Iowa. Iowa
0: favored by two, but that's basically in USC's backyard.
2: Right. Right. San 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 Diego.
0: And will uh will they be starting um. Uh, Keaton Slovis, They're, he's like oh. their third stringer at right. this point. And he's obviously played really well. Or there, some but. of these guys can be
2: healthy by then. I don't know. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, there's so many good bowl games, I think, late in the year. Um, obviously, some of these ones that start off, like if I were a betting guy, I don't know how many of you are looking close at it. But, um,
2: Not Char- um close you, I promise The that.
0: Charlotte 49ers are playing in their ver- very first ever FBS bowl game against Buffalo. Buffalo is favored by 7, hammer that Oh, actually,
2: you know, that's one me and Taylor, were really we were just talking about that before we came. We're really excited for that bowl game. Right line's crazy, yeah.
0: I'm just saying, if you want to make some money,
2: okay? We're being facetious. I know. Uh, FAU, plus 3, hammer that one. Boise State, plus 3 against Washington. This is your real last chance to get in some betting action on these deals. Yeah, though. I mean, I don't... Some interesting matchups. thing is, bowl games, though... Like there's so many like oh coaches are coming, coaches are going, or like these guys are right. sitting out these and just two weeks to a month to prepare for some of these teams makes things so different usually. Yeah,
0: and they haven't they haven't released the college football playoff on the site that I'm on right now, but I saw today that Ohio State was plus two. I'm taking that one. I think Ohio State's gonna win the game, A. Stir it up, you dingus.
2: Ooh, finding <laughs> some of the little whiskey in that one.
0: Um Oregon plus two and a half against Wisconsin. Hell yeah! There's some fun ones in there. Michigan minus seven and a half, or excuse me, plus seven and a half against Alabama. I, I probably take the favorite in that one. I don't know. There's a lot of fun ones. Maybe I'll just have my own little solo betting segment um, next weekend <laughs> before fun. all the before all the games start. Maybe I'll get uh, Trent on Skype on, the phone, on, on Skype. The Skype. There you go. We'll we'll funnel it in. There
1: you go.
0: Um. So and then I guess uh, before we start our Christmas special, we have the elephant sitting in the corner of the room. In the Iowa State lackluster performance and total ass whooping, the Hawkeyes put on the Clones. Taylor, did you watch any of the
1: game? Uh, just a little bit of it. I didn't finish it out, but I were looking around. And I thought you were talking about Dan being the elephant in the corner of the
0: room. Oh, keep I'm the just gloves kidding, Dan, up, Dan. I'm uh, sorry. I'm pick sorry. Pick on me. <laughs> if looks could kill, my cats would be dead. No, Dan, don't leave. <laughs> I'm just giving any you shit, buddy. Shit. That was a good one. Yeah, listen, I'm taking mental... Fuck you and your short leg. <laughs> really throwing punches now.
1: Yeah, limpy. Get the fuck. Yeah, who was it that thought we called you limpy? Do you remember that? Kathy Miller. Yes, that's right. I snapped you back and said, quit talking about my wiener. <laughs> limpy. That's so perfect. Um, Anyways
0: the uh the cyclone basketball team and we haven't really we'll probably get a lot more into college basketball conference play starts. I'm not a big non-con ba- basketball guy, truthfully. You're not a big college you you hate college, you, all you I'm tell me sure. is how much
2: you hate college basketball in general. Yeah,
0: I'm not a big college basketball
2: guy. Thing is, I really enjoy college basketball, but this season as a whole, I don't know if it's the three it's Last year, the most guys ever, because the G League is actually becoming a thing where guys can go leave and make some money and it's a normal thing. Last year's college basketball season saw the most early entrance to the NBA ever. Said so typically when it's like 44 guys leaving early, last year was like 88.
0: Like I, it's... And the
2: three-point line moving back, college basketball has been wildly fun. We've already had like seven different number one teams. Um, yeah, they've already had five go down. Five yeah. number one teams go down. You know, and all kinds of crazy stuff's happened. But the game hasn't been, you know, pretty.
0: What was it? Uh, Virginia put up the least amount of points in um, NCAA Division one history in like the... What was it? Oh, shit. I forgot. I saw the sap. They only put up 40 points in a game once already this year.
2: I don't think that's probably the least in history. Cause go, no. Go back to like the maybe 30s. It was like, like, maybe it was like the like, last 25 like years George, or something like George that. George Mikan was probably out there. They were probably winning games like 24 to 18. That's so. a good point. I think no shot I, But on. I did hear that stat. is was like
0: in some sort, in some form of like recent history, like 25, 30 years, like Virginia scores 40 points in a game. Like that was bad. And I thought our offense was stagnant. Yeah. yeah. But uh, speaking of offense and not moving the ball and not setting backside screens and having terrible inbounds plays and not hustling and be la- being lazy, great win by the Hawks against the Cyclones in Ames. Jordan Bohannon uh, – <laughs> Drops the sneakers at the three point line. Thanks for the Mims clones. Yeah, it's a pretty douche move. But it, the the part that cracks me up the most is the Chad Lystico quote tweets with the classless move by oh George Niang gosh, and the blowing yes. kiss. Like you are such a hypocrite. Dude, like Chad, like, come on, no, bro. there's a
2: reason to call him propaganda, Chad. So because he literally, yeah, he talked about he talks so much shit about Niang when Niang did it, and then when <laughs> when Bohannon does it, it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, no Go kidding. And, and honestly, I'm.
0: I don't. I wasn't offended by it. I don't like that he did it. You know why I don't like that he did it? Because he did it to my team. Well, here's and the deal, If I... we didn't want him to do it, we should have stopped him.
2: No, yeah, exactly right. If would they, Iowa State would have won, yeah. I mean, probably you saw happened.
0: you solve all your problems right there, buddy. Yep. Just don't be a bunch of pussies and it won't yeah, happen. Yeah, don't play like a bunch of cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> and from there, and from there, we'll jump straight into the Christmas special with the Elf Drop. Um, so, ladies and gents. We have created Santa's wish lists uh, between Dan and I, and then we will jump into some um, some of Taylor's favorite Christmas traditions and some of Taylor's favorite Christmas movies, because that's what he's here for, the Christmas movies.
1: I don't really know if I have a tradition. Outside of getting plastered and, well, and making I figured, your grandma cry? I figured that was. I've never made my grandmother <laughs> cry at Christmas anyway. I don't know.
2: Well, that's what I really was hoping, This Taylor had some some really good ones like that about, you know.
1: I've got a I've got a good Christmas Eve story when you guys get done with your pick list. You can you can Why share the, you can share, share the right story now. now. Let's hear your Christmas we, uh, Eve story. We back when Cole first moved into the house, we go over to Whiskey River on Christmas <laughs> Eve. For some reason out of Nate and Justin Hole were there and they're playing pool and these guys get in a big pissing match with somebody. Weird drunk people starting to fight on Christmas. Well anyway, there's that's classic there's a bar fight and that's when Whiskey River had that one booth sitting on the edge of the wall. Yeah. Over by the pool table. Everybody's throwing hands, squaring up, and Cole's over in the corner, drunker hell, standing on top of this bench screaming, Merry Christmas <laughs> as people are being thrown out of the bar. So that was my contribution on Christmas.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas
1: you might have had to been there, but it, it was hilarious. The,
0: uh, you know what's actually even more funny about that is Christina and I, after we started dating each other, we started to kind of attempt to harken back to times that our paths had crossed. I think she was at the bar that night, and I think that was the time I kept dropping the Tina you Fat Lard line on her. And I remember waking up the next morning and talking to Nate because we were going to go get one of our vehicles or something. And I remember looking at him and going, I don't think that Tina girl liked me very much. <laughs> And here we are. She let me sleep with her. What an idiot!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! She's she's stuck now. You baby trapped her. I did. You baby trapped her. I did. Uh,
0: that's a good story. That that maybe is one of those uh, uh, geogra- Christmas tradition right there. Yeah, that's geographical great. jokes. You got it. Kind of had to be there. But I remember that. That was a fun night. That was a fun night.
2: I I can imagine it. In, in, yeah, because. I, I, that wasn't Christmas
0: Eve, was it? That was that was Christmas night or like the day after the twenty sixth uh, because that, actually yeah,
1: that might have been the night of Christmas. Yes,
0: because we all got home. You guys
2: got in a fucking bar fight on Christmas. I oh. didn't get in a fight.
1: I think I was just in the corner drinking. I wasn't no, I'm too fucking ugly to get hit.
0: I think it was Derek Trickle for some reason. Do you remember Derek Trickle?
1: I don't know. I
0: I know he doesn't listen to this, but Derek Trickle we used to go out all the time and he Whiskey River was our was our spot man and he always just used to have people pick on him and I'd just getting fights for no reason like it just everybody's got
2: that one friend he's also like, he just, just gets in fights yeah like for no, no reason. reason
0: like he's a, he's a bigger dude he's stout shouldered he's tallish and he's got this look on his face like people apparently just want to pick a fight with him cuz they think they can prove a point by trying to beat him up which i don't get the point okay. it's like Brandon Gorman too you remember Brandon yep enormous dude right always gotten fights. People always wanted to pick a fight with him because he's, he's big. He's an enormous dude. Yeah.
2: He's big. He's like 6'2". Uh,
0: I don't know how. It,
2: he's just big. He's very stout. He's that big very a stout-built individual. You need to come spend some time up in Northwest Iowa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you Dutch folk. We're pretty. We're large men. We're large men. <laughs> we're large men. <laughs> I was. Let's put it this way. In the 2010 Iowa High School 2A State football runner-up team, I was the smallest offensive lineman. On our team.
0: Dan, I saw some pictures of you back when you were in high school. You used to be cut. What happened? I got fat. You figured out little Debbies. College happened. <laughs> yeah, college happened. Beers. Mug night happened. Cafe mood happened. Break it down. Um. So, let's... Uh, yeah. Great story. Great story to kick off our uh, ugly sweater party here. Um. Dan, Uh. as Big 12, Big 10, Iowa Hawkeye, and Iowa State Cyclone fans, we have been sitting on Santa's lap. And we have told him our Christmas lists. Mm-hmm. Would you like me to start my list um, for Iowa State? We go, fans? Let's go every other. Let's go okay. every other. Like kind of like we did So here. I'm I'm an Iowa State fan, and I'm sitting on Santa's lap. Um, I am going to ask for a security system. Okay. For Hilton Coliseum, uh, we are 12 and 12 in the past 24 games against what you would call Power Five teams. Yikes! With actually one game mixed in there, there's actually only 23 games against Power Five opponents in there. There's a loss. To UMKC in 2017 Mm. on Hilton's floor. Mr. Prome and the gang, since 17, are 12 and 12 against those power five opponents. Bitch, we need a security system to lock that place down because this is becoming a disease. Your turn. (laughs) Mine mine isn't that violent. Listen, I need a ring doorbell for this bitch. We need to see who's at the door. And if we should hide the goods or not, because they're stealing all of our shit. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's true. How many points? Do you only have two points for Iowa State. You yeah, I, I, no, just two things on my Christmas list. All right. Well, I've I've got four, so I'll, I'll read two of them, here. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'll stick to Iowa State basketball. Um, one Iowa State basketball. If I was Santa sitting here, you know, ho, 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 you know, I would gift you another forty percent three point shooter. That That'd... could make it from the wing. Top that's of the key, do anything. That's what. The, that's what you need more than anything. You need a bucket. Yeah, I would also gift you a win over Iowa in any sport that isn't men's cross country. <laughs> I don't. But need- hey, give it to the cross country team. They've won 14 years in a row. So there's that. Cyclone State. Cyclone State. <laughs> 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 oh, what a rough stretch. What a rough stretch.
0: Uh yeah, what I think I saw some of the stat like it's been over a thousand days since we beat him in basketball. But
2: the heart the saddest part of this is like the last like five years combined or you know, have been some of the best times to be an Iowa State fan ever, comparatively just, just football and basketball. Just, and you can't beat those douchebags. <laughs> you said it. Yeah. All right, cool. I agree. Um
0: my next wish list item, um, what I'd really like from Santa Claus. Um, as an Iowa State fan, are piano lessons. Piano is a very detail-oriented hobby. You oh. have to know things. You have to be able to go up and down through your arpeggios and your scales. And with this football team, did Cole team, play
1: piano? No, I, I wish I knew. I wish stuff? I knew how
0: to. P- Come on, man! It's just music. Um, the details plagued our Cyclone football team through the year, and it is what kept us from probably being close to ten and two, nine and three. Eight and four, and shoved us into seven and five, and we shot ourselves in the foot more often than not. So I would like some piano lessons for our friends in the football pads. I'm
2: gonna say that was a pretty loose tie to piano lessons, but I'll take it. So, you're a loose tie to piano lessons. <laughs> okay. Um, um, my gift, to Iowa State fans, this is for the 2020 year. You, not, have, you have two State more, don't team, you? Yeah. My gift for 2020 for Iowa State football is a a bowl win over Notre Dame because. As disappointing as the, actually in 2019. Okay, as disappointing as regular as this season was for some people, five losses by combined 12 points, 20 points, whatever it was. A win over Notre Dame in this bowl game, I, th- I think, kind of erases a lot of that and leaves you with a very good taste, very successful. I think a win over Notre Dame, even though you didn't tie the school record for wins or set the school record for wins, people will still say this is the greatest Iowa State team ever. I would say it's easily the most talented we've probably yeah. ever seen. Um, also go along with that for the 2020 cyclones. My gift to you is a graduate transfer offensive tackle.
0: Oh God. Wouldn't that be incredible that,
2: that um Julian good Jones, Bryce Meeker done great, but we, we haven't seen Sean Foster or some of these next young guys be able to step and they're, they're going to need some support there on, on the ends to keep our, 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 our corn Jesus rock pretty healthy. What, uh, how many of those guys up front? Oh, by the way, you know, this. everybody's seen, like, the Catholics versus Combines or Catholics good versus one. Corn Farmers shirts or whatever. Yeah. I saw a good one that was Touchdown Jesus versus Corn Jesus. That's funny. Uh, how many of those uh, graduating
0: seniors do you think get just a tryout? Um, they won't be drafted, I don't think. I don't think we get any draft picks off the offensive line. But who gets a tryout? Do you? think? Oh,
2: I think Good Jones and Kniffle will. I, sure. That's what I thought too. Yeah, I think Kniffle will stick to a roster. Uh, and there's a possibility he's a late round draft pick. Um, Might be like it a won't surprise me round round if, if Meeker gets a you know gets a tryout as well, but. He he's been inconsistent at best, but I think I think all three of those guys are at the very least practice practice. Well so
0: go players. left to right for me, since you know a lot more about offensive line stuff. Uh, who's our starters next year up front? Who do you think?
2: Joe Ramos, who would be a redshirt sophomore, redshirt freshman. He okay. played in three games this year. Okay. Um, Joe Ramos, um, Trevor Downing, obviously. Colin Newell slides back in at center mm-hmm. as you know, and he probably would have stayed there all year had he not gotten hurt against you, you and I, um, right guard. Um, I think it will probably be Jared Hufford or big Rob. Um, boy, what's Rob's last name? I Can't remember right now. I'm blanking. Big guy from Indiana. Rob is his first Hudson. Rob, Rob Hudson. Um, I would say it'll probably be Hudson or Jared Hufford there. Um, and then over on the other side of the line, um, I will say it's going to be Sean Fi- Sean Foster, the redshirt senior from Mundelein, Illinois, or hopefully um, Grant Treber from South Dakota. There, redshirt. He'll be redshirt freshman next year.
0: So that's my hope. So hopefully, you add a grad transfer offensive lineman. You know they'll be pursuing pretty hard. Yep, I would I would think so. And I, right now, I mean, we'd be. You know, Iowa State might be a pretty attractive destination for a, I think so. You've got... You've got a, a great quarterback. You've got a young, talented um, running back. You've got a young receiving core. Probably our two best receivers were Sean Shaw and uh, Tariq Milton. Um, Charlie Kohler, third-team All-American.
2: Taylor, do you have something to add here?
1: <laughs> no, not right now. <laughs> You're a
2: dick. That's really funny. You might as well read it to the audience here, Taylor.
1: As I'm scrolling through Instagram, there's a uh, tweet that somebody screenshot over <laughs> right here. Like, I don't know if I can handle. I all that. wish my ex could sugary. look down in heaven yeah. and see me now, but no, this bitch's still alive.
2: I can throw some milk in it for you. Uh, I just, I don't think I need that many calories right before bed.
0: Shut the fuck up. Okay. I don't need that many
1: calories. I thought I smelled. Um, speaking in here. Or,
0: speaking, of which I'm gonna interject here real quick before we continue our list. I'm gonna go ahead and take a yank off of this here. Uh, <laughs> Fireball. Cole's um, going to take a yank. We uh, our, our slap bet from last week was uh, in the first round of the championship uh, matchup of our Fantasy Football League. Um, whoever won the first week, and then whoever won the second week, and then whoever won overall. Each loser of that would have to win. Or, excuse me, each loser of that would have to take a little pull ski of the fireball. And I'm down by one week right now. Yeah, I feel pretty good about my chances. To I, I think you should, but um, I, I might have a rabbit. I'm going to pull a rabbit out of the hat here. I might try to make it close here, but I doubt it. I don't think it's going to be close. I'm going to make some money off this deal. Um, Yeah, about that. I spent all of it, so you're going to have to wait a little bit. It's all in my Venmo account, so you're kind of screwed. So you <laughs> have to be patient. I might have to make it um, in some installments.
2: <laughs> uh, I think we need to elect a new commissioner for next year. Yeah, I'm getting tired of boat racing, you assholes.
0: Okay. What is it? It's the what did we say? This is a second year in a row. It's been you and
2: I in the title. I think I th- this is three out of four years. Actually, no, I take the back. Well, I have go, we'll have to go back and look. Yeah, I played Kepi one year and I beat Kepi. I think this will be my. I've won. I've won it once. I've lost it once. This is my third out of what are four or five years in this league. That I think every time I've made
0: it, I have won it. So I, and I think I've won it twice. All right. Should we give um, our gifts to Iowa fans? Oh uh, yes.
2: Um. I w- since you've got three of them, why don't you go I, first? I've got four. But you we'll got go four. Further. Okay. Yeah. You go first. Then. I- I'll read. I'll read off my two football ones first here. Um. So Nate Stanley, loving to death. Graduating this year. You know, he's been a, a solid guy. I think. I. I think we've all tossed. You know, poked fun at him, and he's taken a lot of heat from the Iowa fan base. But uh, you know, I think he is a good guy. But. For Iowa fans, I, w- I want to gift to you, and if I were Santa, um, a quarterback that doesn't have concrete feet for next year.
0: <laughs> Lead sled.
2: Like, whether it's Deuce Hogan or Peyton Mansell or whoever it is, um, you know, a quarterback who can run faster than a 5'5-40". Is my gift to you, Huck? I think. I think
0: that'd be a great gift. I think you and I had very diff- different interpretations on the gifting part. I thought we were going to be fans asking for something. You're playing. No. You're playing Santa. I'm playing Santa. I like it. Here. I really like I really like my the, my other difference.
2: gift to Iowa football is Kirk Ferentz in the off season uh, decides to take up video games, and you know he's he's gonna oh maybe maybe he'll want to play his Patriots or you know he's got some guys over there you know maybe he'll he'll go over to. You know, there's he'll go over and play George Kittle in the 49ers, and he'll stumble across this little section of the playbook he's never found before. And that is shotgun with maybe like four or five wide receivers. <laughs> maybe run the ball gun. out of shotgun. Yeah. He might just stumble upon that. So that'd be my other gift to you, Iowa Hawkeye fans.
0: I so. like it. Those are two really yeah. nice gifts to start. Um, if I were an Iowa fan and I were sitting on Santa's lap, I'm asking for this. I want a bottle of scotch. Okay. Um, the reason being is because in our life of basketball over the past 3 years we have had a very very strong start which is what scotch does it's a very very bold flavor to start and it finishes bold it it carries its flavor throughout your palate our basketball seasons have started very strong but they have not finished strong last year 11 and 2 to start 11 and 0 non-conference oh and 2 to start the conference with 2 Losses mixed in during the non-conference schedule in Michigan State and Wisconsin. Two very formidable programs, so no harm, no foul on the losses there. That's okay. They finished the season 11-9. and 9. Go 22-11. and 11. Nearly make Sweet 16. They're close, so they, they almost capitalized on it. So, started strong, finished very poorly. In 2017, 9-6. And, and 2 conference sprinkled in there. And finished five and fifteen. Yikes. For fourteen and nineteen. Now this year. Eight and three so far with a big win on the road in Hilton. They competed with Michigan. They beat Syracuse in the carrier dome and beat Texas Tech. Texas Tech. In Vegas. In Vegas. This is Fran's. This is gonna be one of Fran's moments where he can prove to people that he's actually got some competence. So the basketball team wants a bottle of scotch for a strong finish.
2: That was pretty clever.
0: I like that. I like that. Well, Thank I, you. I've got a couple of Hawkeye basketballs. I have one me. more, and it's it's worse, but <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> um, mine is Jordan Bohannon. Um, you know, a lot of people want to give him a red shirt for Christmas. You know, and things like oh, hey, he's going to shut it down and play next year. My gift to Hawkeye fans would be for Jordan Bohannon to play out this season. You know that he did shut it down, right? He did. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me. No, he's... When did this happen? uh, Today. He's having hip surgery. You're shitting me. No, he shut it down. Well, my whole point was going to revolve around, I think this Iowa team actually has a chance to be special. If he were to not do that. They've got some because serious they've shooters. Because they've got dude. three or four shooters. I mean, between Frederick Him Wieskamp. and Weiskamp, they've yeah. got three guys who can seriously, you know, and they've got some they've got what I like like a couple Dustin Hogue type guys. They've got Ryan Kreiner and a few of these other guys who can clean him some stuff up underneath. And then you have Luca Garza, who let's call a spade a spade here. If he continues on this twenty and ten track that he's on, will not be back next year. And I looked at it this way is this could have been a peak year for Fran's program. What good does Bohannon coming back next year on a team that does not have Luka Garson do? But that's my thought.
0: So. I I suppose it's got something to do with comfortability. I mean that if your hip is hurt like, that but, bad, yeah. I mean yeah. I, who knows? Maybe they can put something together next year too. But I'm with you. I don't. I don't see it happening next year for them either. But then again, we also kind of thought they'd be pretty average this year, and you right. know they're actually playing pretty well. So I agree yeah. with you. I think they have a chance to do something special, but. Um, Yeah, with him out, it it changes things an awful lot. Mm -hmm. But um, like you said, they've got just a a stable full of shooters. So I don't think they'll have too many problems. I mean, I can see them. I I think they could – I'd hope that they'd finish above five hundred in the Big Ten. I mean, I think they're better than a lot of teams out there. I mean, obviously, Ohio State and Michigan are pretty effing good. Uh, Michigan State's always going to be near the top. Illinois seems to be kind of turning a corner. But, I mean, let's be honest, with Minnesota – Rutgers, Nebraska, Nebraska, you know you've got you've got a lot of easy wins in there. Now you just need to capitalize on those e- easy wins and don't drop those and maybe steal one from a place uh-huh. you shouldn't, like a like a maybe split with Wisconsin, which you're going to have to do now. Um, but anyways, so my next one is another gift as a basketball fan. I would be asking for the glow in the dark stars that you put on your ceiling. Uh, we have seen these <laughs> these players come in and out of Fran McCaffrey's programs and he has missed on some big time recruits. So this is just a euphemism for the stars being highly rated recruits to bring these into the program at some point to get some of these kids to decide to come play for Fran. I want the stars. I want the glow in the dark stars.
2: Alright. <laughs> okay, whatever you say, Cole. <laughs> I'm don't it's not my fault I'm being more creative than you. Yeah, you are being a lot more creative than me. Taylor Taylor, do you have anything you'd like to gift Hawkeye fans besides uh, big shot of realism and non douchebaggery?
1: Not off the top of my head. Flaming I, bag of dog poo on her doorstep. Well I was trying to be nice, but It's one of them flaming bags again.
2: <laughs> Does poop burn?
1: know what the paper sack does (laughs) yeah and then then you you gotta you you gotta stop it out out and you got shit on your shoe (laughs) he called this shit poop (laughs) he called the shit poop
0: okay
2: all right then oh man okay where are you going next dan taylor Taylor, do you do we want to take a a small pop culture break here and talk about our favorite maybe christmas songs or
1: christmas movies uh we can go with movies quick What's yeah. Your, uh, yeah,
0: Taylor, what's your favorite Christmas
1: movie? My favorite? I'm going to have to go with the classic uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hell yeah! Uh, hey! If any of you are looking for any last-minute gift ideas for me, I have one. i like Frank Shirley, my boss, right here tonight. I want him brought from his happy holiday slumber over there on Melody Lane with all the other rich people, and I want him brought right here! with a big ribbon on his head. And I want to look him straight in the eye, and I want to tell him what a cheap, lying, no good, rotten, four-flushing, low-life, snake-licking, dirt-eating, inbred, overstuffed, ignorant, blood-sucking, dog-kissing, brainless, dickless, hopeless, heartless, fat-ass, bug-eyed, stiff-legged, spotty lip, worm-headed sack of monkey shit he is. Hallelujah! Holy shit! Where's the Tylenol?
2: That was my number two. That's my that number was my one, r-
1: baby. That's such a classic.
2: Um,
1: That's such a good one. Number two, though, at a close second, would be A Christmas Story. What would you like for Christmas? Horrified. I heard myself blurted out.
2: I want an official Red Rider carbon action 200-year Ball Air Rifle. No. Shoot your eye
1: out. Oh, no. It was the classic mother BB gun block. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out.
2: Oh, yeah. Put
0: your eye out. You shoot your eye out, kid. Not never was a big fan of that one. I see, did, it didn't fit to my me,
2: time. See, to me, like it's it's a fun, nice little you know movie to watch. Like it's entertaining, but like there's no there's no like overwhelming arc of like oh this you know family or togetherness or like you know there's there's nothing like watching that be like oh I got a lot out of that. It's it's more like oh Ralphie, you're little shit and. <laughs> He gets what he wants anyway at the end of the whole thing. He's a little bastard and still gets what he wants for Christmas. Like, what's what's the theme here? So,
1: What's your number one,
2: Dan? My number one is It's a Wonderful Life. What are you, 95 uh, years 1940s? old? 1940s? Dude, that's a great movie. That's honestly like one of my favorite movies. We always watch this. I don't know why. But my favorite teacher, a lot of mine, I have a top five, okay? And a lot of mine, I think, are more nostalgia-based. First of all, Christmas Vacation is nostalgia. I mean, we'll watched that when I was a kid. But... I don't know what reason it was. First of all, I think It's a Wonderful Life is always on a Christmas Eve on NBC or something like that. But we always had a teacher. was one of my favorite teachers I always had. We always watched that movie the last couple days before going off for Christmas vacation. And it's a feel-good story. So if you don't like It's a Wonderful Life, then you're probably just like a sadist and you're a bad person. So there's that.
1: GTFO. Yeah.
0: Yeah, what he said. So... Um, my number one was a uh, Christmas vacation, so he and I are on the same page with that. But my number two is, I think, probably maybe considered more of a kids' movie, but there are some adult themes to it with some of the mm-hmm. some of the things. I am a big fan of how the Grinch stole Christmas with Jim Carrey version.
1: Now of those hoots inviting me down now on such short notice, even if I wanted to go, my schedule wouldn't allow it. Four o'clock, wallow in self-pity. Four thirty, stare into the abyss. Five o'clock, solve world hunger. Tell no one. Five thirty, jazzercise. Six thirty, dinner with me. I can't. Cancel that again. Seven o'clock, wrestle with myself. Loathing. I'm booked. I actually watched the that Jim Carrey it the other night. Oh my God, that is see, so hilarious! Dude. See, that
2: one's a little weird for me. Like, I don't mind like the original like cartoon, you know what I mean, stuff like that. But Jim Carrey like gets a little weird for me. That's like, the it point. Looks like Jim a, Carrey
0: is weird, dude. That's no, like point. that movie
2: is kind of like a bad acid trip, a little bit. Like, it's kind of odd. I did see some great memes over the weekend, and it's one was, uh um, the older I get, the more I relate to the Grinch. You know, I I had a bunch of friends, and I just you know. Now I really just like to stay at home and hang out with my dog. Um, that was one. And then the other one it said to be fair, the Grinch didn't hate Christmas, he hated people. Which is fair.
0: That is that, Yeah. That is you fair. said you said to be fair and which is fair. So at
1: the same time. Idiot. Yeah. Would you guys consider bad Santa Christmas? <laughs> that <laughs> is actually
0: funny because that's my number five. <laughs>
2: Santa! Yeah. You're
1: bringing my present early? No. Yeah. Yeah. But I never told you what I wanted. Said I didn't bring it, shit
2: <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> that
0: movie is so hilarious. I love Billy Bob Thornton in that one, and then that blonde kid that's always got snot running down oh, his face. Oh god. Kind of reminds me of Dan Harmson
1: I was uh, I was just flipping through some popular ones on Google, and uh, do you guys remember Jingle All the Way?
0: Yeah, well, not a huge fan of that From, one uh, with
1: oh, no. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't think I've ever, I've ever seen that one. Jamie! Don't think I've ever seen that.
2: Jamie!
0: <laughs> Turbo Man!
1: It's I. I used to watch it a bunch when I was younger, but it's not that great.
0: It's actually pretty terrible. I watched it last year. It's so stupid. He gets his donk or he gets his reindeer just absolutely tanked on special nog. What? Oh yeah, just hammered,
2: hammered, drunk reindeer. Okay. all right
0: so we've already
2: gone through three of my movies (laughs) okay my number my number three is this is also what was your number two my number two is christmas vacation oh okay. right my number three um a little nostalgia based but tim allen the santa claus
1: okay look so what you put on a little weight a little weight does this look like a little weight to you ooh that's probably classic christmas yeah that that one's on my list i mean
2: because he finds it, and who can just remember? I remember like CGI was barely a thing, and all of a sudden, like Tim Allen's growing a beard back and getting fat like in ten seconds on TV, and you're like, "What? Mind blown!" Like because you're just like, "Holy cow! This is what they what they can do with graphics now." You thought it was real. You thought Tim Allen was fucking Santa Claus. It's
1: really happening.
2: Yeah, it's really happening. There's Santa. Yeah. Um,
0: I I like that movie. It's not one of my favorites though. So. That's one of my. It's a good one. It's yeah. okay. It's what Tina likes that one a bunch. Yeah. Um, my number three movie, since we skipped over, um, well, so yeah, cause we already nailed my number five down. My number three movie is, I, I hesitated with this one. My first, second, and third movies are all some of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Just, they're so great. But the, the classic before he was molested by Michael Jackson and oh. Macaulay Culkin with Home Alone.
1: I got him. Get him! Harry, get up! Give me a hand! Ow! Oh. I got him! Harry, help me get up!
0: Just with Marv and Harry just getting into shenanigans, just getting their fucking asses handled like, by an eight-year-old. I
2: do remember, like, I think when we were even living together in college, like, you always fucking wanted to watch Home Alone. Like, you are, like, like that is one of your
1: favorite movies. I don't think it's a Christmas movie. It's, like, it's
0: so funny, dude. It's so funny. Yeah. It's
1: hilarious. I, I gotta agree with Cole on the number three pick.
2: Pretty good. Surprise! I'm surprised Taylor hasn't given us like Die Hard yet. Maybe that should be our, our face-off. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie?
1: I I say no.
2: Do you want to know
0: uh, something funny? What? Never seen it.
2: You've never seen Die Hard? Nope.
0: Do You want to know something else that was really going to blow your mind right now? What? Never seen any of the Rockies. Get out of your shell. <laughs> no. I just never watched them as a kid, so I haven't watched them as an adult.
2: Rocky defeated communism. Yeah, I get it. You know what else did? The A-bomb. No, that's not true at all. Kind of. No. We dropped the A-bomb in Japan. The J- Japanese weren't communists. Well, kind of. They were imperialists. We fought with the communists in World War II. Where were you during history class? Russia and America were on the same side. That was Patton's biggest thing. Okay, when, sorry. When, sorry, when, Nazis. No, no, no. When, you know, Nazis. We, yeah, they the were A-bomb fascists. The A-bomb defeated the Nazis. We de- and... We didn't even bomb the Nazis. The Nazis' VE day had already happened. This was VJ day when that happened.
0: Dan, VJ, if you have to
2: ask, you can't afford it. (laughs) (laughs) My, the bad historical takes in this last five minutes.
0: What's the other bad historical take? First of all,
2: we didn't dropped the nuke on the germans we dropped it on the japanese i
0: said the japanese never mind you, I, it's the nazis who cares and we i didn't said communists. Communists. we didn't you know fight what? communists in world you're a communist because you call a little kid a communist early in the year so
2: well he deserves he's wearing a <laughs> shirt
0: he might as well learn now you're a piece of shit
2: this is a christmas this is a christmas
0: special and we're down here yelling at each other okay <laughs> it's a christmas miracle all right and then my number 4 movie i'll just jump right in um, wrestled with this one a lot and where to put it but it's just such a great one. It's a classic too. Elf.
2: Yep.
1: Call me Elf one more time. He's an angry elf. <laughs> Look at you. Ow. Hey, what I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Whoa. Call me Elf one more time. Call me Elf. You're an elf. Uh, that didn't make my top five. Elf was my number three. Really? You don't like
2: Elf? Number well, number not four. that you don't like it's it. It's okay.
1: It's maybe it's in my top ten, just not my top five. Uh-huh. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'd say like seven or eight. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Movie. So like,
2: Elf is kind of like Wisconsin for him, not Ohio State. Like it's just kind of hanging out. In the no, it's team. like good. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's not. It's never gonna compete for the championship. Elf. Elf is Elf's a classic. A, a Will Ferrell we at his it, finest. watch it on Sunday. Yeah,
0: a, a He's blonde, an angry elf.
2: A blonde Zoe Deschanel, which Zoe Deschanel. Er, every, every time I I see it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Zoe Deschanel. And then like, you just go from six to midnight. But she's blonde, and it kind of works. out. Yeah, but you got a big crush for Zoe Deschanel. Just well, she's got really pretty eyes. What can I say? Dan, what's your number four? I think I've already said my number four. But I do have one that God damn it! I dropped my phone. Um, I do have one, and it is probably on nobody else's top five list. And I don't even know if you guys have ever seen it. it. But it was another one. I just remember for some reason, because we didn't have cable TV when I was growing up, like you know, at least to be like the Wonderful World of Disney on like Sunday nights or Saturday nights, they'd play a movie or something like that. And this one, and I think it was, I've already had Tim Allen in there. We were big Tool Time fans. You know, the Harmson clan was. Right? Home improvement. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan that's Taylor Thomas was in a movie called I'll Be Home for oh, Christmas. Oh, that's a good one. Which I I is a good movie. I can't remember exactly everything happened, but I just remember really enjoying it as like being a twelve year old. That's a good so, one. That's a good yeah. one. What are
0: do you guys do you guys have some uh, nearly missed the cuts on your list at all?
2: I have I've got about four of them
0: here. All right, shoot them. Um, Home Alone two, narrowly. of course. Well, okay, that one's not as that one's not as good as the first because it Donald encourages. Trump helped Kevin help Kevin out. He did. Um, the Polar the Plaza, Express. Oh, see, I'm. That's... I like that. We watched that on Sunday see, too. See, I'm not a big. Um, and then I have no. a couple rom coms and then uh, you know uh, uh, chick flicks here. Love Actually. Did you ever see Love Actually? No. Never seen it's one. one of those movies that like there's about six different storylines in the movie and you're watching them all at once and then they all converge at the end. It's a little cheesy. It's super corny, but it's just based at Christmas time. Um, and then four Christmases with Reese Witherspoon and Vince Vaughn. I don't oh my God. I've so, never seen that they, I've They're, never they're seen trying to go to um, like Aruba or something like that for Christmas and they're trying to avoid their families and they call everyone and like act like they're lying and that they're going to go help these like like they're going to go on a mission trip when really they're just going on this extravagant vacation. Well, their flight ends up getting canceled out of Chicago. And so then they have to go visit all of their families because both of their mom and dads are divorced. So they have to go to four Christmases and it's just the trials and tribulations of like them going to each one of their families and seeing everybody in one single day. It's really funny. You should watch it. If you like Vince Vaughn, you'll like that movie. Okay. It's really fun. And it's got John Favreau in it and Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw. Yeah. And, um, um, oh my God, why did I just forget his name? Um, he open range with Kevin Costner. What's the other guy's Robert, Robert Duvall. Duvall? Got Robert Duvall. Think Robert as well. Duvall fan. Yep. Yeah, and the step stepmom from, uh, or excuse me, the Brendan's mom from Step Brothers, that lady, that lady,
2: you know, the one with the face. Yeah. Okay. Really funny movie. Maybe, check that maybe I'll out. check it out. Yeah.
1: Taylor, Taylor, anything else? Uh, I never did my number four. I don't think. What was your number four? I got. I gotta say, Frosty the Snowman. We're gonna throw it back to 69. That is hilarious. Nice. I just, <laughs> <laughs> what go. Go with Frosty the Snowman. That's a classic.
0: I almost wrote that one down. Frosty is like, pretty good. Like those old animated ones, See, like the Claymation with the yeah, R- Rudolph. Yeah, the Rudolph. Reynolds. See, that, that, one's, that, one's that was one.
2: originally my top five, too, was the Claymation Rudolph. Those like, are, That's a good one.
0: Yeah. That one's on Amazon Prime Video. You guys know really? that? Yeah, you can really. watch that shit.
1: Ooh. I know what I'm watching on the couch tonight.
2: i going to go home and watch. <laughs> I'm
1: going to get real drunk
2: and watch Rudolph. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman. Frosty
1: the Snowman. snowman.
0: Okay, so keeping with the Christmas spirit, we have a couple more gifts we'd like to ask for. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Dana Dan is playing Santa, or as we could call him, is Danta. Um, and then I am going Fuck to. This <laughs> guy. <sky. laughs> and I am going to continue to ask for gifts to Santa. Um, I will start, and I'm going to start in the Big Ten. And I just have one thing I want to ask for as a Big Ten fan. I would like to ask for a Buckeye baseball bat. Because the last time a Big Ten team made the college football playoff, they got drubbed by an Alabama team, thirty-eight to zero, in Michigan State. The Big Ten, although they are relevant through this year, they are going. They would like to make a statement as fans and as a, as a group. They would like the Buckeyes to make a statement. They're two point dogs versus Clemson as it opened, and so they're hoping that the Buckeyes can put it on them and beat them with a baseball bat. So, Fair enough. So I they'd like, like they, they'd like the Buckeye baseball bat. Well, well, and I'm I, with
2: them. I want to see him beat Clemson. Well, well, I've got one that ties in right there. And, okay, and let's hear it. Me playing Santa over here. Um, hey, give
0: me that if you're not gonna drink it. Yeah, it's it's too much it's for me. It's Fucking
2: sugary as hell. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, I had one that went right there, and my my number, one of my. <laughs> it was weird. It was like a burp finished with a cough. Um. Uh-huh. So one of my gifts was for Big Ten team to score a point in the college football playoffs because <laughs> it's been since 2014 it has not happened. That's that's almost like hard to believe. That right? is actually
0: pretty remarkable. Yeah,
2: um, I've got a couple. Do you have any more Big Ten gifts you no, want to give sir, out? Keep going. Um, I've got another one. Um, this one's for Jim Delaney especially. So Big Ten commissioner, um, the Delaney bought three thousand. All he does is print money. If, you, if you're you know not a fan of, <laughs> but. Um, Um, I'm going to give Jim Delaney a time machine to go back to a certain point um, in 2014 when he's about to hit send on that email inviting Rutgers and Maryland into the league and just someone to slap the shit out of him and make sure it never happens. Oh,
0: that's funny. That's a good one, Dan. I like that.
2: Jim, to you, I, I gift you a time machine. Slap the shit out of him, Maryland! Yep. And Just Rutgers. fucking burn that. computer. But
0: how how awesome did Maryland look for the first three weeks of this year? And like we've said this fourteen times. Oh like, ah, here we go. They, oh man, dude,
2: dude. Like Cole's Cole's wet dream was Maryland in the first three weeks this season. Dude, they were so good. They were moving the ball like crazy. They beat the pants off Syracuse at one week. Cole's like national title. Maryland <laughs> no. is representing the Big Ten in the like in the college football playoff. <laughs> I mean, it was Rose Bowl at worst at that
0: yeah. point. Like.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And then I have one more, and just one thing: watching the Iowa State basketball game made me very thankful. First of all, we have a wonderful um, crew that does. You know, we don't have Musburger. Musburger and Fraschilla used to do the Big Twelve basketball games. But we still have Fraschilla, and I think we shall be very thankful for him. But one thing I realized when watching um, the Iowa State basketball game the other night is I feel really bad for Big Ten basketball fans that have to listen to Dan Dockage week in a week out. I will say this about Dan Dockage. Like, he is a moron,
0: but only about 90% of the time. I took one thing away from that broadcast with him and Benetti for that Hawkeye game in Ames. He... Pegged our shooters so well on their stance and the way that they were releasing the right. ball. Did you hear him say that? But like he, just said, he like did like it
2: 19 possessions in a row. Well,
0: right, but he was right the entire time. Like I started noticing it and I was like, He almost oh my I God. thought he
2: was like beating his meat about Luca Garza in the first he's Kevin McHale. He's Kevin McHale. Yeah, that was oh. one thing I didn't
0: know. Like, that's the closest thing I've seen to oh. Kevin McHale. Like, no,
2: yeah. you're dumb. Person. So anyway, my point was for Dan Dokic to lose his voice permanently. Fair enough. I uh yeah, maybe he just
0: has a uh Maybe he just has permanent bronchitis or has to get his vocal cords just straight up removed. That would be ideal. Or maybe just for basketball season. Yeah, that's okay. You know, that makes me feel mean. Yeah, but. fair enough. Um, okay, so I'll jump in then. Is that all you had for the Big Ten? That's what I had for the Big Ten. Okay, yeah. I, didn't ha- I, 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 I couldn't really think of a bunch of stuff off the top of my head, but one present I think that Big 12 fans would like to ask for. Obviously, everyone likes to go to the movies. We all like cinema. Um,
2: big big fans of cinema, yes, art films.
0: <laughs> we we all like movies. Uh, one of the movies that's uh, kind of underrated, I think, that flies under the radar from time to time, is The Hurt Locker.
2: Um, this got
0: dark? No, 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 no. The movie, based on a group of Marines that are uh, tasked with de- uh, defusing roadside bombs in Afghanistan, uh, The Hurt Locker more of a play on words here, we would like Jalen Hurts to become the Hurt Locker and explode into the college football playoff (laughs) here and take Joe Burrow to the woodshed. And as Big 12 fans, we would like to see that happen, to say that we got to compete on a weekly basis
2: with the man that takes down the Heisman winner. Here's the... I think everybody. It's what's weird. Has there ever been like a team that's number one ranked in the in the in the favorite to win the college Bowl playoff that is more like well liked than this LSU team? Uh, Joe Burrow's is a classy guy. Like Joe Burrow and Cocho and like like usually that number one team like it's somebody you just love to hate. It's Miami, you know, back of the day, or it's you know Clemson or Bama. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's just like the evil empire. But like this LSU, it's like a feel good you know deal, you know. Uh, but my, I, have, I have something that kind of goes – this is odd. You, we've seen this time and time again, though. The guy who wins a Heisman, you know, comes out and that team doesn't win it for whatever say. Like, it would not shock me. And I know I've said this before. Oklahoma is designed to beat teams like LSU, that defense is. And they've beat them before, not to that level. But in a one-game scenario, I mean, I will not be shocked if it happens. Oh, I'm And nobody I'm else is giving them, giving them a chance. And – Jalen Hurts has played in these games before, you know, in these big games. That's a, that's a fact, you know. So who knows what happened? But um, one for me, yeah. I've, I'm Santa. Hell, half the
0: team, half the team played in it last
2: year, right? They made the playoff, right. so right. So I'm Santa. And I'm gifting Big Twelve fans a college football national title because they have not, believe it or not, you know. We, we think there's a lot of you know good football played in the state of Texas and the Big Twelve things like that. The Big Twelve has not won a college football national title since two thousand and five.
0: That's not. The, that's not the Texas team. Is that's it? the
2: Vince Young led Texas. That's team. the
0: Texas team. That's the last time they won it. Yep. Cause yeah. Because yeah, because Sam Bradford teams would have been in it. Are you sure Stoops didn't win one in like?
2: That he won in two thousand one.
0: Are you sure he didn't win in like oh9
2: Positive. Oh man,
0: I didn't realize that.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's been a long time. There's been teams that have played for one, and in the college football playoff era, a Big 12 team has not won a playoff game.
0: That, so yeah, that's if right. I'm
2: Santa, that's what I'm gifting the conference. Um, Another one, just if I'm Santa and I'm gifting Big 12 football fans something, and this almost happened this year, I would gift them someone other than fucking Oklahoma winning the Big 12. It's been five straight years. We're sick of you, OU. It, unless Lincoln yes. coaches, is coaching the Cowboys next year, I don't see it changing. Okay, so 05 was Texas. That is correct. And that mm-hmm. was the
0: last um, the last time the Big 12 won one. Yeah. So
2: when would those
0: Sam Bradford years have been where they made the championship? Would that have been like 08 against Florida? I think that sounds right. And yeah. then like 09 Alabama would have been Texas that played yeah. in it again there. Colt McCoy
2: gets hurt. Eric yeah. Gilbert comes into relief. The, yep.
0: yeah. Auburn and Oregon was 2010. Alabama was 2011, which – if I remember right, that Alabama year would have been the year they That's played That's Alabama LSU. It was 9-6 yeah. or some yeah.
2: BS like that. That was the first game. It was 9-6 to six game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then the next year, Alabama won it again. And then Florida State with famous Jameis Winston. The very first year of the college playoff. Yeah. College football playoff. Ohio State. Zeke runs crazy.
2: Yeah. Right. Damn. That's yeah. wild. been a long time. Okay, it, so Iowa, la- State, Iowa State's going to be the one to do it. <laughs> All right. My last thing for Big 12... The Big Twelve Flying Santa um, is gifting them um two more teams. What Who's are those? Your teams? It's probably Arizona and Arizona State. Oh I I would I would be so
0: happy if we got to fight in Herm Edwards. Yeah. Yeah. And the terrible Kevin Sumlins.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so th- those do are you think that'll happen? You. What do you think that is? That's Here's four years deal. away?
2: Before, I think the the of rights for the Pac-12, Big 12, the 2024, 2025, something like that. Um, right now, obviously, the Pac-12 is on the least firm footing of any conference because of their really shitty TV deal and their lack of general success. Um, they're a solid fifth in Power 5 conference revenues. Um, Big 12 is very solidly third. They're roughly $10 million ahead of where the ACC is. Um, Big Ten and SEC are are at the top, and um, you know. But regardless, um, Big Twelve is in a position there where it, it'll be interesting because the Pac Twelve schools are so isolated. Um, I have a hard time seeing it dissolve, you know, as a league, but it, you know, or lose teams or things like that. But the Pac Twelve is also some a league that has never really wanted to add teams because they consider themselves. You know, a little bit more academically superior, like a Boise State or, or Hawaii will never be added, or a Fresno State will never be added to the Pac-12 um, because Boise State, believe it or not, was a community college 30 years ago. Uh, I
0: think I knew that, but yeah,
2: it's yeah. yeah. But regardless, you know, so I don't know if I can see it happening. Actually, I think the next big step in conference realignment um will be something like cuz right now all conferences and we'll have an episode about this this winter about, you know, TV revenue and media rights and things like that. Right now each conference bids out its own tier 1, tier 2 and tier 3 TV rights, you know, as a conference. Um and they can sell off their rights as is. So you know in their you know so this this happened in the NFL 30 years ago you know the cowboys were just selling their TV rights and the vikings might have been just selling their TV rights but once they grouped all those rights together and could sell them all right you have to buy everybody's rights or you're buying none of them they could ask whatever price they wanted and they all made a lot more money because of it and same reason all these pro leagues even if nobody goes to the games are still making a ton of money i think the next big step is the power 5 conferences breaking away from the NCAA and... or maybe not breaking away from the NCAA, but the Power 5 conferences banding together along with Notre Dame and maybe a a few other ones and bidding and selling their rights as a whole to companies. Because think about this. You're going to pay for Ohio State the same as you are going to pay for Miami. you know, And you're going to be able to each... There may be individual schools that don't make as much money off like their tier three revenue, but everybody as a whole is going to be elevated to that point. I think that's the next big step.
0: Yeah, that would that would be cool. It'd be interesting to see who's got the nuts to pick all that up. Like yeah. that, the price tag that you have to pay for that is huge. Yeah. It would have to be multiple companies going in with each other. Right. Like it would have to be uh, an agreement with like an ESPN, a Fox, Amazon, Netflix. Well, yeah, I mean
2: look at the NFL, you know, the way the NFL is broken up, but twice as many games probably, because I think it would just be, what it would be is like right now there's 64 power five teams plus Notre Dame 65. Um, so you're not going to have a 65 team league. Maybe it's 72, maybe they'll, you know, Cincinnati UCF um, and some of these other schools are lucky enough to get moved up. Right. Boise state, yada, yada. So are the conferences we have dissolved? I don't know if they're dissolved. Region- like I think, I think we may see more regional, you know, they're going to, Play more regional games, things like that and whatnot. You're still going to have a couple non-conference. You know, it be like a 72-team league that has eight, nine-conference teams. Eight, nine-team conferences. So you've got eight conference games, and you can play four non-conference games. And then all of a sudden, boom, you've got an 18 team playoff.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, there's
2: your 18 team yeah. playoff right there. So, And I think this will help. What a time to be alive. The TV money will be more, but... As a college football fan, think about this, Cole. Us as Iowa State fans, we've got, what, two or three games that are drivable, too? That's what, you know, think yeah, about a conference true. like that where you could drive to every game. That's going to help, you know, things where, like that as where well. Where you
0: have a yeah. game every year, you're guaranteed to play Minnesota, Nebraska, Illinois, Colorado, Missouri. Right, yeah. It's all right there, Iowa. Right. Yeah. Huh. So,
2: Sorry i have got heart palpitations. You have to look look at my crystal ball there. I
0: like it. It's that's really interesting. It's funny that you bring that up because they were talking about conference realignment on um, Sports Fanatics this afternoon too. On my way home from work, and they were actually I kind of came in at the tail end of the conversation, but that's what they were talking about with this gentleman who wrote a book on the Big Ten, um, like the history of the Big Ten, and he was saying at the end of the conversation that I caught. He goes the the twenties, which is crazy to say. The two thousand twenties he said are gonna be wild for college football and college realignment with yeah. the NCAA. He goes, It's coming. It's just it's yeah. just a matter of when, really not if yeah. at this point. So that's pretty wild. Yeah. Um, I love it. So I guess Oh, and I have two more gifts to give. Okay, yeah, let's hear. What else you got? Um Santa's bag is full. Uh, Drain that Santa bag. Santa has
2: two more gifts to give. <laughs> One night only. Um, Cole, it's for another two inches to your hairline. And Taylor, it's another two inches to your leg. Oh, that one is
0: much appreciated. Both very much appreciated. I was hoping he was giving me two inches elsewhere, but apparently not.
2: So, damn it. That's all the gifts I've got to give.
0: i love it. Uh, thank you for listening in and being a part of the first annual Ugly Sweater Christmas Party, Christmas, Christmas Extravaganza in the Man Cave. Uh, with that, the crew, we're going to sign off until uh, 20, 2020.
1: Merry Christmas, you filthy animals.
0: Buzz, your girlfriend. (laughs) Woof!